yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes me happy. What a great way to start. This podcast is with awesome music awesome on how music, it's going to be. How it's going to be. It's going to be great okay. is what it's going to be. Yeah. I like Third Eye Blind and the Goo Goo Dolls and all those things. That's my jam. So that probably tells you how old I am. Ryan, what are we here to talk about today? Today we're, we're talking about... seconds in and we got to get it going. Today we're talking about religion. So buckle up, baby. Talking about religion. You know the things you don't talk about? What is that? Politics and religion? Oh, yeah. Well, this is strike one, so jump in. Yeah, here we go. All right, Ryan and I actually have a lot of energy around this, and um, we might step on some toes, but that's, I would say, it's never my goal to like make somebody upset, but we're going to share our opinions and kind of where they come from, because Ryan and I have really different stories when it comes to religion and growing up and um, kind of some beliefs and things that were maybe installed in us and how we've worked through them. Not that the beliefs were bad, but just like... The thing is, is when we're kids, beliefs are kind of given to us by our parents and our family and the mentors in our life and our teachers and the adults, right? And then what happens is we grow up and we become an adult and then we start to look at things through our own lens, hopefully looking at things and saying, do I really agree with that? Does that fit for my life? How would I like to change that? And so Ryan and I have done a lot of that through the years, I think, and especially on this topic. So um, my thing is... We want to talk about God, religion versus, I guess, God, spirituality. really. Spirituality. Yeah. Um, man versus God, I guess, in a way. That's what I want. is going to call it, because I'm going to name this afterwards, religion, God versus man. Because mm. this is, uh, it's really interesting when you break it down. So when we are saying religion, what we're talking about is actual religion, like the different ones, Catholic, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness, Scientology, Russian Orthodox. Scientology, I don't know. Well, sci- yeah. And, but guys, these are quote unquote religions. Well, what's your definition of religion? I it, mean, the, the, a formed church. A according church to the government? By man. Anything okay. that would be coined a religion. A so, certain way to practice your beliefs and what's the word I'm trying to say here? Um, like perform rituals basically based yeah. on what your beliefs are. Yeah. Yeah. Different- so religion doesn't necessarily mean that they believe in God or, you know, they probably have something as a God, an idol oh, yeah. they worship. Right. It. So it's really, really like small minded to think that religion means Christianity. Like that's, that's not Christianity is a religion. It I is think a for religion. a lot of people's politics are is a religion. religion. Oh, oh, we've seen it. We're yeah. Morgan. Yeah, we've seen so many people that would die at the cross of liberalism or conservatism for that matter. Both. Yeah, and like whoever their candidate is, is like their God. And that's a really messy place, but we're not going to get there today. No, so we're going to talk about the idea of religion is basically um, what you believe in and how you practice those beliefs. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting. I'll tell you my background a little bit. I was not raised religious. My parents did send me to a Christian school. We, My mom did occasionally take us to church. It was never something that was forced on us. Like beliefs, religious beliefs were never forced on us. They weren't really like practiced in our home. Um, 
I'm really, really thankful for the way actually that my parents raised me when it comes to this. Um, My dad, I think, is a little bit more like, that doesn't make sense. Like, how can you believe that? Can it be proven? Because he's such a um, logical person and he wants proof of things to believe in them. So he doesn't understand the perspective of faith. Um, It's very interesting, though, that my parents sent me to a Christian school because the education was so good. And I think that it taught us great like morals and values and things like that. But then my dad and his parents would be like, well, how could you believe like in the Bible? Like that just seems goofy. But it was funny because from a small, a young age, I always believed in God. I always knew he was real um, and he was evident in my life. And I believed in the power of prayer. I believe that the Bible is true and what it says is true. Um, And then now and for forever. That's my personal beliefs. I am not a huge believer that you have to go to a building to be a Christian or be a good person or to follow God or to have a connection with him. I don't believe that you have to be in a building to do that. And yeah, so that's kind of where my faith comes from is I'm a real like free thinker in that. I believe in connection. I believe in relationship with God. And that's kind of where I come from in my beliefs. So, right, you want to kind of give your background a little bit? So I was raised Lutheran and we went to church. I wouldn't say we went to church every Sunday, but we went a lot, you know, but if it was like a football game or, you know, something that came up, it wasn't like a, oh my goodness, we have to go. We we can't not go to church. So, uh, but we went most of the time and it was really talked about. Actually, my so that's how my mom was. She was raised um, Lutheran. My dad wasn't raised going to church, um, but when he and my mom got married, then he went to church and he was, you know, he was a, a believer for sure. And participated and yeah. everything. Yeah, participated, went to church. and um, But then as I got, so that's how I was raised. By the time I got older, I still went to church, but it was more out of obligation because that's what you're supposed to do. Anybody that knows Lutheran, you know, the Lutheran religion, at least the way I grew up, can probably relate to that but it's like this is what you do and it's like well I'm not paying attention in church because it's boring and I don't see the value in it um but you're going anyway and you're going to have a good attitude and that's just the way it is so it wasn't like there was there wasn't that connection with it now Mm -hmm. that being said I never turned my back on God I always believed in God and you know, when things were going kind of bad in my life, I never blamed God because, oh, you know, punishing me or whatever. But so that's how I was raised. And then do you want to talk about what we do now? Yeah, you can talk about that. Yeah. So basically, um, when Brittany and I got married, she wasn't like she said, she wasn't she didn't attend a church regularly. And so we went to to my church because that's what you do. (laughs) You go to church whether you want to or not. And, yeah. and I wanted to honor you and your beliefs and what was important to your family. And yeah. I gave it, you know, an honest try <laughs> for years. But I, where I found problem with it was, why are we going somewhere and doing these, not rituals, but like kind of, I guess in a way, a ritual would be, do you just fo- follow a certain service of something? And I was like, I don't feel connected to God. 
I through these practices. through these practices, yeah, through the practices, it was like I actually am coming out with a worse attitude. I'm not aligned with this. What the guy's preaching is fine. He's preaching straight out of the Bible, so that's always you know a good sign. But it was just like not ever landing for me, and it was like, why are we doing this? Like, because here's the thing. This is what gets me with religion is people say, well, we believe in the Bible. But then it's like, if I'm not feeling connected to God, I'm not feeling like, you know, just doing these things is really like helping me at all. It doesn't make me feel like I'm growing closer to God. It doesn't help me in my walk with him. And, you know, if we know what the Bible says is true is that works, meaning going to church, performing rituals, that's not the way to be in relationship with God. That it doesn't works alone will never get you into heaven, right? So it's like, but people still they cling to these rituals and these habits and these things in the church like they're gonna be their salvation. And it's like that's not the way it works. And you say you believe in the Bible, and the Bible says this. So what the hell are you doing? So it drives me crazy. So, anyways, um Ryan and I were like. You know, we were doing that. You can kind of talk about the next piece of that puzzle. So we got married and we would, you know, we went to church and then, you know, we'd kind of struggle through it. And then, you know, Sunday afternoons wouldn't be great because Brittany's like, you know, why are we doing this? And, (laughs) you know, I'm not, you know, just what she said a minute ago. And I'm like, well, this is because this is what you do. I don't know what's wrong with you that you don't think this is what you do. This is the right thing. We used to argue a lot. yeah, Yeah. About it. And... Then we had babies and, you know, then it was just easier to not go because... Well, we tried and then I'm dressed up. It starts at 8 a.m. I'm sitting in the nursery by myself because the church isn't big enough to actually have like a nursery that you drop your baby off at because nobody the young goes to church because it's so boring. The Lutheran church. (laughs) I should apologize to your mother in advance because I know she listens to our podcast. So sorry, Cindy. Um, but then I would just be so mad because it's like, I'm dressed up. I like got the baby ready. I'm sitting in here. You're sitting out there. I'm mad. This cannot be good. (laughs) Like this isn't working. So, so then we eventually just kind of, it just kind of was easier and we had a second baby and then it's just kind of easier to like, Oh my goodness, it's so much to get ready. Like, forget it. Like, we're not going to go. It's fine. We'll figure it out later when our kids get older. And then we tried a few different other, well, we tried another Lutheran church. Yeah. And And then we missed like one or two weeks and the little old ladies at the church came and dropped a card off on our front doorstep to our daughter. Oh man, this made me mad. How old was she then? She was two, two or three. Um, we really miss your mommy and daddy in church. (laughs) That was it for me. I was like, you can fuck off. Like (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. How passive aggressive is that? Oh, it's so passive aggressive. Yeah. So that right there too, churches, pastors, like if you're in the church and you're in leadership, don't do shit like that. Like, especially to people, like just don't do it to anybody. That's so like shaming of like, how come you're not in church? Like, how about saying, hey, we've noticed you haven't been here we're thinking about you. We miss seeing you. Is everything okay? Does your family need anything? Yeah, maybe ask a question instead of putting more of your bullshit on you know, somebody who's maybe having a hard time in life. Who knows? Yeah, it's like I've got two little kids and yeah, we've got a lot going on. And you know what? Church isn't doing it for me right now. Like you writing a passive aggressive card 
is not going to help improve my um, mental <laughs> space around this. Now, I want to clarify this throughout this podcast. We've said this earlier, but we, when we say church, and you know, there's we're we're saying church as the building and the practice of what we're doing. It has nothing to do with God and our spirituality. Our spirituality mm-hmm. and believing in God has never wavered. Yeah, because what the Bible says, this is where I go back to, if you say you believe in the Bible, this is like the hypocrisy among people in religion drives me freaking bananas because the Bible says where two or more are gathered in my name, I will be there. It doesn't say you need to make a building and you need to have a stage and you got to put a cross in the back and you got to play this kind of music and you got to dress like this and you got to show up at this time. And women can't preach. And, and women, women can't, can't be yeah. elders. And women can't preach. Else. Women can't go. be this. You know, blah, 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 blah. The Bible doesn't say that. That is bullshit that men, and when I say men, I mean men and women, people, mankind, put these rules in and that's what I call religion. That's what I call church. Um, so that's how we're using that. This has zero to do with God. And that's where I think people get sideways. Okay. So continue our story a little bit. Okay. So now we have babies. Uh, Brittany's super extra mad at the neighbor lady that came and put a note <laughs> on her door. <laughs> and so we don't really know what to do. And so we just kind of, I don't know if we went to church for. So we just stopped. A year, two years. years? I years. don't even know. Well, because here's the other thing. And I'm going to say this. And like I said. Apologize to your family in advance. I know. We were like, how can we not go to a, to a Lutheran church? We're going to get major shit from your family. And because I don't want to. Because that's wanna, what you do. Is because you you, we're Lutheran. Lutheran we're Lutheran, right? Um, and so that, and that might have been a story that we totally made mm-hmm. up in our head. I'm not saying that that would have happened. We actually do have a story where we got a little bit of shit from your uncle and grandpa. <laughs> but that being said. That we don't have any problem with the Lutheran Church. No, if you no, were, no. if you were Lutheran, that's great. I think it's it's Bible based. It's great. It is right down the line. But the practice isn't a fit for our family. So yeah, a hundred percent. So that. that's the other thing is this isn't to knock anybody's. Um, like if you love um, the really traditional, like singing out of the hymnal and kind of the what's Liturgy. that, the call and response kind of type services mm-hmm. and all that stuff. If you enjoy that, I'm not knocking that. I don't enjoy it. Ryan doesn't enjoy it. It wasn't a fit for our family. And so this really too is, I don't really believe that there's like one uh, church or religion that's the best. And I love actually Joel Osteen. And here's another thing. People will be like, well, he did this and he did that. He's a man. He's not God. So it's like, if you want to, if this is where people go, well, he's bad. He's bad. Yeah. Guess what? Everybody's a sinner. And the Bible also said that all sins are equal. You who's saying his bad are equally as bad as he is. We don't believe in, say, Joel Osteen or another megachurch pastor or the pastor of the church we go to. We don't believe in him. We connect to God more with the words that they say to us. It makes us think on Wednesday, hey, when pastor was talking about that, that's interesting. I'm thinking, you know, like I think that's what God actually wants us is to be thinking about him and have him in our mind at all times and be um, just in connection with him, like walking with him. Not going to a specific building for an hour and 10 minutes on a certain day of the week. Yeah. So anyways, what Joel Osteen said on one of his sermons was, 
Um, he's like, you know what? I think some people are going to be surprised because they're going to get to heaven and there's going to be Mormons, Christians, Catholics. He's like, oh man, the Pentecostals, they're going to be loud, you know? Um, and it was just like, you know what? That's right. There is going to be people in heaven that you go, oh, wow. Huh? Well, I didn't think it was going to be like that because that's the thing is we don't know. That's not our job. People's salvation isn't our job. So it's not our job to judge, um, you know, other like cultures, religions, the way that they practice, what you should worry about is you. You should think about what you need to do to work on yourself and be in connection and to walk in faith in the things that you need to improve in your life. That's where you need to do the work, not putting your nose up at everybody else. And I really want to say too, I hope we, I mean, I have a lot of passion around this, so don't mistake my passion um, for judgment, because I think it could really easily kind of sound like that. I'm not judging people. I really think that people need to wake up to their bullshit because they're too busy judging everybody else because they're trying to prove how great they are. I think that that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. It's probably their ego Yeah, that they need to be right. And so if they're right, that means that you have to be wrong. Yeah. And so you get in, you get into that. Yeah. So kind of continuing the story, I know we keep making little segues, but I just got a lot of passion. We got a lot of passion on this subject. So Ryan and I um, quit going to church and we moved into our house. We were really busy, lots of projects. We were working all the time. So we were like, you know, we were making all the excuses and I've heard other people make these excuses too. And I'm like, been there. Um, That Sunday was just our family day and we didn't want to have to get up and go to church because it was our family day and we were so busy with work and all these other things. And so, you know, church just, it wasn't really a fit for us right now. And I would even say, you know, part of my defense too is like, I don't need a church. I don't need to go to church to be, because that's the thing is we never left God. We left the building for a season. Ryan and Brittany have left the building. We have left the building. The Hall family was out. Um, and it was because we really didn't know what to do. So, you know, a confused mind does nothing. And so we were... We knew that we didn't want to go to a Lutheran church. We tried, and then we're like, gosh, maybe we should try one in Corvallis. Maybe we should try one here. And then we're like, oh, gosh, you know, do we really want to? It's really going to be that good, you know. Um, And it just, it wasn't life-giving for us. It wasn't life-giving for our family. But then we had that kind of story in our head that, like, Ryan's family would probably really not approve if we went to another church, and what would they think, and blah, 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 blah. And then our builder for our house was going to a church in West Salem, which was only about 20 minutes from our house. It started like at 8.30. We are like, that would be so convenient. That would be awesome, but I don't know. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's a great church, blah, 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 great pastor, um, awesome worship, all this stuff. Cool, you know, so it had come up a few times, but it was just never the thing to let go. And then um, our really great friend and health coach, Charlene, was actually attending that church at that time. And she was like, well, why don't you come try it? And I, she had that trust with me to suggest it where I would listen. That's the thing too, is you can't speak into people's lives and make suggestions if you don't have trust with them. Like you have to establish relationship before you can speak on big things in people's lives. So she was, I go, I don't know. You know, we really just love having Sundays to our family. And I can remember it like it was yesterday. I think we were going out my sliding door to the back patio because she was over, of course. <laughs> and she goes, Hey, Brittany, God's given you all of this and you can't give him one hour a week. And I was like, boom, you're right. She really challenged me and she said it in a loving way. It wasn't judgmental, but she's like, you really can't. It was just, she was, she was poking holes in my excuse. And I was like, 
damn, you know what? She's right. And so we went. We went that next Sunday. We loved it. It had childcare. We checked the kids in. The people were awesome. Everybody was so friendly. It had a really casual atmosphere as far as like your attire. You could dress up or not dress up, which was cool because it wasn't like something was expected out of you. It was like, just come and worship and connect with God. That was really... Yeah, like, hey, we're glad you're here. Yeah, like way to walk through the door. Like way to get up and show up. Um, And the pastor was awesome. Um, You know, we totally became friends with them. Great people. I love a pastor who keeps it real. I have met a lot of pastors in my life that think that because they stand and preach from the pulpit, that somehow they are like closer to God when they're just a human. They're just a man like anybody else. Um, That is an instant like I'm out of here because people like that will attract people that are um, people who have to have control like that attract people who need to be controlled that don't have control in their own life because someone who is um, conscious and a leader will never follow somebody like that. They will not show up to listen to somebody like that. So that's just such a huge turn off for me. Um, And you know, the thing is too, is if you are in the church, you work in the church, you're a pastor, um, volunteer, whatever it is. The second you start kind of getting all high and mighty, God's going to, um, he's going to bring some humility into your life. I can hear it in my grandpa's words right now in his voice. Pride cometh before the fall. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's just, it's, it's always, you never want to be like acting like somehow you're better than somebody. I think that that is where people get the most sideways when it comes to church is because they look at man and say, yeah, they this, they think they're better than me because they're a Christian or all they do is talk about, well, my church, my church, my church. Um, Or they, you know, just throw the Bible at me every time we talk. I can't even have a conversation with them without them saying how I need to get to their church, you know. And that is a human problem. That's not a problem with God. So if that's you, one thing I would suggest is go to a really big church. Like find a church with a lot of people because people aren't going to hyper-focus on you. If you go to a little tiny church, they're going to be like, oh, somebody new's here. And they're going to be like wild with it, you know? But um, find a church that fits you. Find something that you feel good when you leave. Like when you connect with God and you worship him, and you praise him, and you hear from his word of a lesson that is going to help you think about it during the week and improve your life, you should feel good. You should not leave a church feeling like a total piece of shit. Like that's not, that is not how you should be feeling leaving a church. Like if somebody makes you feel like that in a religious setting, I'm going to say right now, that's not for you. That's just, that's a, that's a bad combo. Go somewhere where that gives you life. And that's man. Yeah. Also, that's going to make you feel bad. Because the Bible says you're a sinner. You can't even help yourself. Like literally there's nothing you can do to not be a sinner. You can try to do better. There's things that you, you can change things in your life to sin less. You know, there's things you can turn off. There's things you cannot watch. There's ways you cannot act. There's like little things that you can do to be better. And the first one is you got to regularly connect with God because you got to have that mindset piece where you're thinking about it. The further you get away from God, the kind of probably worse your mindset and actions are going to get. But what the Bible says is he, you have salvation through him, right? So you have forgiveness. There's nothing you could do to make God not love you. 
Like rest on that. Is people too, they might think, well, I'm so fucked up. I'm so broken. I'm so this, I'm so that. And you're not. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing I could say is you're not hopeless. You're not broken. You're not like, I kind of get sick of that. Like, oh, I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm a victim. My life sucks. Well, I guess this is what God wants for my life. Well, his will be done. No, pick yourself up. Start acting like the creation that you are. Do you think God made you to be a broken, uh, skeptical, overweight, poor, like bad marriage, no energy? Do you think that's what God created you for? Because I see a lot of that in the church too. And that's probably a whole nother subject, but that drives me up the freaking wall. Yeah, that's the world. That's the world. And that, that's yeah. God. And so that's the other thing is like, and there started to become a little bit of that in our old churches. It was a lot of, you know, if you're sick, you're unhealthy, if you're broken, if you have financial struggles, which I'm not going to deny that people have those. But when you just sit in your struggle and woe is me and, well, I guess if anything's going to happen, it's up to God. Yeah, this is God's will that I'm just sick and broke. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not his will for your life. And if you believe that, that's the devil speaking into you. Because go find it in the freaking Bible where it says that you're supposed to be miserable, poor, broke. He says you'll go through challenges. But you want to know why you're going through challenges? Because he gives you those to make you better, to make you stronger, to make you um, level up in your life so that you can become a better version of yourself that can serve the kingdom of God. So you can fulfill his purpose for your life that is already set. And you know, when it's like, but stuff just keeps coming at me, keeps coming at me. Well, this, this would happen to me. The same thing happened because you haven't freaking grown yet. You haven't learned your lesson. You haven't learned your lesson. Like if you just constantly are like, yeah, gosh, you know, I just can't seem to get ahead. It's because you keep operating in the same manner and you're not changing the way you're living. You're not changing the way you're thinking. You're not changing your daily habits. You got to change something if you want your circumstances to change. God's not going to just drop, you know, a million dollars in your lap and give you a brand new house and a better job. You can do all the actions towards those things and pray like it depends on God, but you got to work like it depends on you. You can't keep repeating the same stupid mistakes because guess what? God's going to go, okay, I guess yeah. Because God's ultimately patient, ultimately patient. He'll just go, oh, my child, I love you. I am patient with you. I want the best for you, but you have not learned yet. Read your Bible. There's stories about that all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what the Bible is. It's filled with stories like this. So to think that you would be any different, And that that's just a history book that, oh, but those were those people. No, it's these people. It's us, present day. You'll find your version of you in the Bible because it's in there, okay? I mean, I've got my own set of problems. Me being fat, broken, skeptical is not one of them, but that's a lot of people's (laughs) problems. I've got other problems. I'm probably a little (laughs) self-righteous. I have to remember that I need to rely on God, that I do need his help, that I am not super self-sufficient for everything, that like when I partner with God, things are even better So like, I remember this older gal, her name was Penny, which is actually also my mom's name. And we were in a Bible study and, um, it was before COVID and then it got shut down. I was really loving that Bible study too. That was kind of crappy that that stopped, but, um, she was wise and she said, um, she goes, you remind me a lot of myself when I was younger. And she goes, and my prayer had to be, Lord, deliver me from my own capability. Hmm. 
it was so good. And I was like, oh, wow, she totally just like pegged me on that one. So I've got my own shit that I've got to work on. Right. So like, I'm, I don't think I'm somehow better than anybody, but I can tell you that being skeptical and having a freaking broken mindset, like poor me, I'm just blah, blah, blah. And lacking a bunch of self-confidence. That's not my crutch to bear or my cross to bear. Like that's not my story. And that is not what God wants in your life. Read the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that says he wants you to be broke and skeptical, skeptical. fearful. That's another one. Oh my gosh. Do we even get into the last two years in the church? My goodness. You know what? I'm going to just say this and leave it here. Ryan's probably like, oh, here we go. Some churches did a great job in our area. A lot of churches, you did a shitty job of leading during COVID because I understand that we have to be um, respectful of things. But when you are a leader of an organization, you step up and lead and you can lead um, with power and authority and still respect people and say, hey, you know, we have online services. If you want to wear a mask in our building and come to the building, but completely shutting the building down and not having a place for people to come because people are scared is completely against everything you say you believe in. The Bible does not say fear, worry. And here's the other thing about that. So let's go to COVID for a second. Everybody's afraid of death. The Bible says that our date is already written for when we will die. God already knows the day we're going to die, how we're going to die. He already has it all figured out and planned out. So to think that you somehow have control in that situation, that you're going to twist fate and that you are going to somehow have more power over that than God because you wear a mask, don't wear a mask, go to church, don't go to church, see your grandchildren, don't see your grandchildren. Boosted. Boosted, vax, boosted, boosted, boosted. Oh, thank God, you know, I got COVID, but I know if I wasn't boosted, I would have died. You don't know shit. I'm just going to say that. I'm so, this like really fires me up. Because you know what? The church, people who say they believe in God, once again, go read your Bible because it doesn't say fear, be worried about death, be fearful, be fearful, be fearful. That's the devil, okay? That, those thoughts come from the enemy. That is not from God. He says, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear for I am with you. So I just can't even understand all the people, all the Christians, all the religious people that were so deathly afraid of their grandchildren somehow killing them and blah, 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 really could have done a better job. So this is once again, you have to examine your beliefs and say, what I say I believe, am I in alignment with it? Mm-hmm. Because- you a total hypocrite? It's complete hypocrisy. And that is probably where the downfall of Christianity is for most people is the hypocrisy of man. So this is also probably where you got to freaking make sure that you walk what you talk. And I'm not saying we're perfect because there's a lot of areas where I'm probably like, wow, I'm being hypocritical. I need to fix that. But if we can just look at ourselves and go, wow, I'm being a hypocrite. And you know what? If this podcast today pissed you off, good. Because that means that you are defending some sort of behavior that you have or some beliefs that you have. And so if this made you upset or you want to turn it off, or you did turn it off, you know, whatever. You, you got to check that out. You got you to gotta look at yourself because that's just your ego because we want to be right. And if I have said stuff that 
uh, disagrees with your beliefs and you're mad about it, why are you clinging to that so much? Or the thing is you can still believe what you believe. The fact that I maybe don't agree with you should be okay, right? It has no bearing on your life, you the listener, to what we believe or don't believe. So if you think that religion is very, 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 very important and you have to practice a certain way, that's amazing. But just make sure that what you're practicing, like on Sunday or whatever day you go to church, lines up with the way that you're living your life. On Wednesday and Thursday and Friday night. Because if you're going to church on Sunday and then you're watching porn during the week or you're flirting with other women or men, I don't want to just put it on men because women do plenty of things. Or if you're super vain and you're really just all about how you look and how you appear and all these things during the week, you better check yourself. Like you've, you better check yourself, you know, and just is what I say and how I want to appear. Is that really who I am? Because who you are in the dark, that's, that's who you really are. Like, who are you when no one's around? When nobody's watching you, what's your character? What do you do? Like, do you throw garbage out your window? <laughs> do you cut people off in traffic? Yeah, how are you when nobody's watching? Are you a dick to your spouse? Do you not put your shopping cart back? <laughs> you Do you yell at your kids? I mean, you know. Do you that's... kick the dog? Yeah, like how, but then on Sunday, are you like, good morning, good to see see you, you. God bless you. You're not, you're not better because you show up 30 minutes before service. To hand out pamphlets. You're not better than anybody else. No. Yeah, that's the thing is we're all, I have to remember this, we are all God's creation. He wanted each of us here made in, you know, the way he made us. And so I have to remember that. Because I can tend to just make a quick judgment about someone and then I have to go, oh, whoa, 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 Brittany, whoa, (laughs) check yourself, you know, and um, that's just a, it's just a lifelong journey. And so I do want to really, really reiterate that we're never here to shame, to pick apart, even though it might sound like that. Our goal, our heart is really for you to just like check yourself out and go, how am I doing like ooh, or that kind of triggered me a little bit that kind of pissed me off that they said that great because that means that you have something to kind of look at and uncover so um did you want to add some so to bring this full circle as far as religion goes we found a church we moved a couple months ago and so we found a church uh we've tried about two or three i think yeah and so we found one we really like and me being the good Lutheran boy that I am, there's a little bit too much hand raising for me. But hey, <laughs> that's all right. I mean, if everybody else is feeling it, great. I don't... You don't care if other people do that. I don't care if anybody does it. I don't choose to raise my hands, but maybe I will someday. Okay, and I'm not going to lie. I, in my heart, am a total hand raiser. But I think after so many years of being with Ryan and around his family, I'm like judging myself about it. And <laughs> Which seems crazy, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like... But, and see, that's my own hang up is you got to find a way to connect with God authentically for you and worship the way you want and don't judge yourself. Don't think about anybody else judging you. And this is really me talking to myself here because it's something I'm working through. Um, 
But yeah, sorry, Ryan, go ahead. And so, yeah, I mean, specifically on that, I've told Brittany, raise your hands. It's great. It's I great. don't know that I'm going to. And yet, then I'm standing but I next to him and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. Ah. And <laughs> what I think is great is that they, I, the people that are, and I'll touch on this real fast, the people that are raising their hands, I think that's amazing. You guys look great. You're passionate <laughs> about it. That's amazing. If it's authentic. Do you. Now, so we go to this church. Uh, they preach out of the Bible. We would only ever go to a Bible-based church. We're not doing any anything else. And um, is it 100% in alignment with how we are? Probably some days. Maybe some days not. But we're not following the people in that church. We're not going there because they're Cowboys fans or they're Packers fans mm-hmm. or they're you know, name your sports team. We're not going there because they're conservative politically. We're not going there because they're well, that liberal. Does help. We wouldn't go to a liberal church. Politically. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. But we go to this church because it gets us thinking about how we are acting during the week and thinking on how um, we could improve ourselves and improve our life and help others improve their lives. Mm-hmm. So this is an alignment for us. So that's yeah. how we chose our church. And we love it. Yeah. We and love you it. Know We're what? excited to go. Our kids are excited to go. Um, and right now it's a fit for us. Yeah. If it's not, we're not so committed to this church that even when it's bad, that we will continue to go there for years and years and years and months because it's, it's where no we go. pun intended, our cross to bear. That this is our church. And we're going to stay here. And this is for us. And if it's bad, we're just going to suffer through. Forget that. We yeah. go somewhere that feeds our soul mm-hmm. throughout the week. Yeah. And the leadership, I do think that the leadership of the church is really important because leadership leadership is a big deal. And so if you are a leader of an organization, a church, a business, whatever, um, that's a really big responsibility, leadership is. And people will look up to you and people will follow you because that is um, a responsibility of a leader. And so the leadership of the church, I believe, is really good so far of what I've seen. So that is important. You have to be in a church with people because we're like, we're not following the person. So it doesn't matter. It does matter to some extent. Do I, um, am I going to, if our pastor does something that's like, say something sinful, you know, am I going to go, that's it, and throw the baby out with bathwater? No. Because I believe that he's a good man. I believe his wife is a good woman. We're actually going to a conference in a couple weeks, a marriage conference with them. Um, And so I'm excited to see that. But don't ever also just be so committed to a person that you turn a blind eye to things. Um, You need to have your eyes open in churches. Just because someone leads a church or leads a youth group, it doesn't mean they're a good person and that you should trust them. So I think that you should go, everything's great. Like so far that we can see, but just because someone's in a church doesn't mean that they're necessarily good or that you should trust them. So that's also something to just be mindful of. So yeah, don't think to, oh, but they go to church. They're a good person. No, no, people are people. Um, But it is important that you find leadership in a church that you do agree with their style, agree with their beliefs, lifestyle, things like that. But you always have to kind of have your eyes open and be aware because we also know that people can be misleading. So ultimately the idea is for us as Christians, meaning people who believe in Jesus is to have a open, fulfilling, 
relationship with Jesus on a daily basis. Yeah. So what is going to what is going to help that relationship? Yeah. That's what you need to focus on. Yeah. And that's what we focused on. And it's been It's been a journey. It's been up and down. Yeah. But we're really happy where we're at now and I think we've kind of refined some criteria yeah. of what we need. And you gotta get on the same page as your spouse if you're married, you know, you gotta get on the same page. Um, we found other churches that were like, we really liked it, but our kids didn't like the kids program. So we're like, okay, moving on to the next one, because I'm also never going to drag my kids to something that they totally hate. I'm not going to make my kids do things like that. Um, if they're like, I'm tired, I don't want to go to church, but I know they love it. Yeah. You can get up and you can get going. Cause we're not going to do that. But, um, I think that when we make our kids go to things that they hate, we're actually in the long run going to make them. hate that resentful turn away from it so i think that's really important but i love what ryan said at the end of the day it's about connecting with god it's not about um you know following a man or following a certain ritual but it's whether you raise your hands raise your hands or don't raise your hands you know um, doesn't matter It's it's a little stuff there's not a right way to worship you worship in your own unique way that you feel the most connected to god i think that's so important so i guess really at the end of the day Make sure that what you're doing is authentic to you, that it's authentic to your family. You gotta find that. So just there's a um, worship song that says, you know, break down the walls of all my tradition, um, break down, you know, my religion. I don't, you know, your way is better. That's the thing is God's way isn't necessarily religion. Otherwise, your, Jesus would have created a church. Your way meaning God's way. Yeah, God's way. So, um, so that's my encouragement for you. If it's been a while and you relate to any of your, our story where you're like, gosh, you know, I haven't been to church for a while. Maybe this is your sign that you should go. Like go on Sunday, just try a church, look it up, like Google something, you know. Um, I guess technically the church we go to is probably Pentecostal, technically. It's just more, um, it's not anything crazy. <laughs> but um, that was a fit for us. And if you would have asked us 10 years ago, we would have gone, oh, hell no, those people are crazy. <laughs> so don't be so boxed in. Find something that's authentic for you that you feel connected and you leave the doors and you feel good. You feel good for your week. So And be open. Maybe you'll be a 30-year-plus uh, Lutheran boy and turn out going to a Pentecostal church. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Until next time. See you later. See ya.